Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. Coming at you today with episode 39. And I am here with a good friend that I haven't seen in a long time. Well, now about two weeks ago. Yeah. And he's going to be our guest today, Chuck Crooks, talking to us about aura readings and tarot, chakra healing, and whatever else, Chuck, you want to share with us. Yeah. No, all of that's great stuff. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you. And you might be wondering, where's our Lauren today? And unfortunately, there is a lot of illness going around in town, and Lauren's got a bug, so we miss her dearly. She called me this morning when I was on my hike, and uh, she did not sound good, so it was quite obvious. She felt terrible. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just have to to do another session then. We'll do another session. And I'm telling you, it's been a week. I had this weird virus in my ear, well, a virus that settled in my ear, and Mm. About a week and a half ago, my ears were so plugged, Chuck, I could... It was like living in a muffled world for three days. Yeah. It was bizarre. I did go to the dock. Turns out it's like around town, and um, it's getting better, thankfully. But I already that don't hear good. well in one yes. ear, so, you know, <laughs> I was quite... But I will say there were a lot of shenanigans involved with... Um, it was made for a very fun game of charades on Thanksgiving, not being able to hear the guesses and i could imagine yes a lot of like laughter till tears yeah Yeah. so you make the best of it and thank goodness it's getting better absolutely so i was filling in chuck everybody um about the show he's listened to some episodes and of course on we could talk about this all day long we talk about life and what's coming up and uh you know we're gonna have some episodes coming up on um music because music is a source of life for many of us and we talk about oh my goodness well we've had over a year of topics that really center on i think growing life our own development what we want in the world self-awareness and there's so many avenues to figuring out you know who we are so that's really what we focus on here yeah nice that's lovely and so we thought, Chuck, I asked Chuck, do you want to play the tea reading game? And he said, yes. So we're going to start out, and Chuck, I'm going to invite you first to read your tea bag. Okay. Let's see here. Mine says, may you create peaceful harmony as your life's purpose. Oh, I like that. That's nice. I like that, Chuck. Any more to to say about it? I think it just, it's very fitting with with what I've got going on right now. I feel like I'm actually in a space where I'm pursuing my passions and it feels good and things are going well. So yeah, that feels great. I love it. Will you read it one more time for us? Yeah. Flip it around here. May you create peaceful harmony as your life's purpose. Oh, I love that. That is lovely, yeah. Experiencing your work, Chuck, I would say you're doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it actually feels good to be doing that on a more regular basis now. I can feel it. I can feel it. Well, mine, I like to mix my tea bags, Chuck. Okay, oh, Today we have... um, Positive energy, which I think you chose, and that is 
your potential self is infinite. Oh. And this is fitting too. I believe this for all of us, but yeah. I'm going to just say that this is very top of mind in terms mm. of what's next, being in sort of liminal space, what's next, what, you know, leaning into possibility, what's out there, all of that. Yeah, I think that's great. And then the other does not have a message. It's just simply Organic India, Tulsi Sweet Rose. That's all right. <laughs> Which we don't have sponsorship. <laughs> you know, I want to just say that I was on my morning hike this morning, beautiful as it was, and I was listening to a great podcast, new to me, that someone recommended. Um, oh, my gosh. I think it's called, I've got to look it up. So just yeah, bear with that me. That is all right. Bear with me here. It's called True Story, and it is with uh, Cheryl Hines and I think Rachel Harry, and it is so much fun. Hmm. And I just love listening to the way they banter, and they talk about documentaries, and it is so much fun. Nice. I will have to check that out. Yeah, and I feel like listening to them i was just sitting with them and like they're two friends so it's just uh it got me in the mood again for recording today and i feel super excited you're here chuck's with us in the closet (laughs) the recording closet the fancy recording closet it's actually quite cozy in here isn't it i like it yeah and just all harry styles too harry styles from my daughter's high school years and i just love looking at him yeah all the variety of Harry. Yeah, I have not really noticed his his uh, handsomeness before. Yeah. But good job, Harry. Get it. Quite fetching. Yeah, he is. Quite fetching. Well, Chuck, the next part of our show is our weekend review. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hand it over to you to share anything. It could be an aha, it could be something funny, it could be some, you know, a highlight, a low light, anything. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like coming off of the holiday, it's always that peak of crazy and you kind of have to resettle into everything. And so, let's see, I would say something something good from the last week. I actually, yeah, I had a meeting with um, the, I, I believe it's a nonprofit of lifelong learning for Western here in town. Uh, that does the continued ed for for the elderly, and uh, they want actually want to do a class on ghosts. So I'm going to submit a proposal to them and see what can be done possibly for next fall. So that's very exciting. Chuck, that is really exciting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice that this what started as just the tours is kind of now expanding into other educational possibilities. So, and that's that is my dream, really. It's like the tea bag, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, being able to share all these weird things that I do with people and have people receive it and be excited about that is it feels really good. Is it your why in the world, like what you're doing, why you do what you do? I feel like it, it's finally finally getting there, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that things have, have kind of aligned in that way. Um, and for, for those that don't know me at all, I've kind of pursued the spiritual works for many years as far as offering that for other people um but just since this last year when i started bellingham ghost tours things have really just kind of 
manifested nonstop from there. So it, it's really what I've always kind of dreamed about have happening and it's just coming into fruition and that feels really good. Well, we're going to get to hear all about yeah. that and also learn more about you in just a few minutes. So that sounds like a good week. Well, yeah. What about yours? My week feels like a blur because <laughs> this weird ear thing, but it's getting better. It's just like kind of being socked into yourself for a little while. Mm -hmm. And what came of it, Chuck, was some good emotional purging, I think, of just oh. like, I felt like I was sort of in this inner tunnel. And um, and I've been thinking, which I shared about, which I think we're going to get into, I, I feel a lot of like release in some areas, which has me so curious about... Um, like when a chapter closes, like the chapter's over, you know, you mm -hmm. in a book, the chapter's over. I don't need to go back and keep reworking that chapter and edit it and retell it and rewrite mm. it and edit it again. And, oh, let me try it with this paragraph instead. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just laughing to myself this morning about how it's okay to just like close the chapter. And right now there's a fresh new crisp page and there's some things on it. I don't know, like, what they are yet or what the order is, but to just sort of be with that liminal space with that, I don't mean just, like, not leaning in with any any energy, but right. leaning in some energy, but also not forcing. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's more about let go of the other chapter and it's like flying over a canyon in a way and you uh, there's like a glue pad over there that i keep mm. wanting to get velcro back to but it's like no yeah leap yeah <laughs> but on some level it's still comfortable and i think that's why even though like we know it's not good for us it's just it's the beast we already know. Yeah. And that, that unknown that comes after it, I think, is even scarier in some ways yeah. of, of saying, like, I think we all like the idea of throwing ourselves into that freedom and that great beyond, but it's scary. It's scary. It's very scary. So I thought we might get into that today yeah. in the context of your work. Yeah, absolutely. So... Listen, we've got a setup here today where we may be switching off our microphone because Kathy's computer has one good port left and we have to <laughs> charge it. So we're going to talk into our recording device and we'll do as great as we can and it'll all be fine. We'll see. As the universe happens. As the universe happens. So we're going to switch over some power cording right now okay. and then Chuck, where I want to go. So I originally met you through our good friend, Lauren, yes. and had a tarot readings done by you over the years. I still have the paper that I wrote stuff down. All your notes. Yeah, nice. I don't know where they are, but like I still yeah, have them. They're you know? somewhere. Yeah, I found them. On, I, they're in a special box. Now I tend to let things go, but it was fun to look back. Yeah. Oh, it's always nice to reflect on those old readings sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So then COVID happened. We haven't seen each other in a while. Correct. And then delightfully, another friend had you over to her home with several women a few weeks ago yes and we got to see each other again and i did the full meal deal of the aura <laughs> reading the tarot reading and the chakra healing so 
I just thought, because our listeners don't know you yet. Yeah. So we want to hear about you, Chuck, and what led you to this work, and yeah, just where you are with it, and then let's talk about this leap and such. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's always kind of been a natural progression for me. As a small kid, I was always interested in like and stuff about witches, things like that. Um, always kind of kept me curious about the other side and the supernatural. But then um, growing, growing older, I got more into the ghost side of things, which helped me kind of unlock the psychic side that I was also tuning into with doing uh, tarot readings as well. So those kind of paralleled with each other for a long time. And then I decided to step up my psychic training as well and dive into that more. And that kind of brought in the energy healing and a lot more of the spiritual side. And uh, yeah, just recently started Bellingham Ghost Tours and kind of offering everything again. So it's nice to be back in this work fully and to share it with people again. Go full time. Yeah. Tell us more about that, what that, you know, just looks like and is feels like to be in doing what you envisioned. I would say it's it's kind of been like a weird path of sometimes I can't actually believe that I am doing this for real now um, because it's something that I've wanted for so long. But I, I really kind of feel like it's just been a natural progression of constantly practicing the spiritual side of things, constantly what working did, on... I'm going to stop you. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? So for people tuning in, we're, we have all kinds of listeners. Yeah. And meaning from... You know, some are tuned into this work, some aren't. So for someone who's tuning in, he's like, what do you mean spiritual side of things? Or, you know, will you say more about that? Yeah, I would say meditation is, is a very big kind of basis of that and what kind of got me into doing all this other stuff connected to it. Um, but basically developing solid meditative practices. And sometimes that would just be looking at my own stuff. Sometimes that would trying to be uh, working on an issue that I have. Sometimes it would try to be connecting with my guides or angels, or sometimes it's just doing a tarot reading for myself. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of having all these different facets and ways to kind of get to the same meaning of of what you need in that moment. So mm -hmm. all ways of just kind of connecting deeper with, with yourself. That's what I was thinking as we were starting, as, you know, when I was describing this podcast is, all these ways that we become self-aware mm. through you know there's just a myriad of ways and going deeper to reflect and you know i always think it's not about self-centeredness it's about who am i so that what do i want to contribute in this world mm. with my gifts or that land yeah, no, absolutely. I think that does. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are are kind of waking up to the idea that they are intuitive as well and that they're touching on these deeper sides of themselves after we've kind of hit this, I want more, or I feel like there's more going on than just all this chaos constantly around me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it is partially kind of striving for that balance as well. But then I think we also just want to feel in touch with ourselves too because we can be so out of touch in today's world as yeah. well like we're just sort of going along yeah and not stopping 
Yeah. And I've been there in my life for sure. Oh, she, same. You just sort of go along, and then all those things. What just happened? Yeah, I, yeah. Along along those lines, I would say one of the biggest realizations for me spiritually was just the the simple understanding that our world comes really from inside and then is reflected into the outside. Whereas I think I lived for many, many years waiting for the outside world to happen to me and then respond to it that way. But of course you end up waiting for a very long time doing Mm -hmm. it that way. So kind of making that shift for myself, whether that was through meditation or working with my chakras or kind of doing it in all this various different ways um, but kind of adopting that that idea that it does start with me and then it, it reflects to the outside. And that's been a big part of, I think, just manifesting where I am today and how things have come to be where they are. And what do you work with people on? What do people come to you for? Basically any and everything that, that they have issues. I mean, I'd, as far as tarot readings go, we always kind of said the big three were love, health, and uh, money typically, but I, I get a lot of really deep and interesting questions that people are asked about their own spiritual journeys, um, which I love to read about that, or even just how to how to move on from past things, like, like we were talking about earlier, like holding on to something so tightly when you know you need to let go, but mm-hmm. we still go back to it. So yeah, yeah all, all sorts of issues and, and different things that they want a different perspective on. I can see that, you know, we just finished Thanksgiving and I had a wonderful one with friends in town who are family and I've had many wonderful Thanksgivings with family, but that it's like, that is an example to me of sometimes if you go back in those family systems, which of course I love seeing family, but those old patterns of old stories that are so comfortable that you can just recycle and recycle instead of just it's like closing that, starting a new page of who am I now in this scene or who am I now yeah. in this space. Yeah, and I think uh, I know at least for myself, a big part of that was actually teaching myself how to let go of things. Because Say more. That's what I want to hear about. It. Yeah, I... I mean, I'm very much someone who would get stuck in their own mind of what if I said this and would replay it a million different ways of if I said just that perfect right thing, but of course, like would never communicate any of that to the person and just churn in my own being for forever about it. And so finally, I just kind of had to find ways to say, stop, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. And then actually try to not do it and be aware of that. And when it starts to come up and be like, oh, I'm doing it again. Because I think sometimes, too, it's so habit for us that we don't we don't realize that we're doing it as we do it. It's like putting on a comfy old holy sweater, Mm -hmm. which I love. But it's like, oh, it's comfy. I know it. Yeah, I can. Just put it on without thinking right into. So you're talking about that exercising a muscle to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I think just having that awareness of kind of being like we're not playing this game anymore mm-hmm. was was a very big starting point for me. And I think then I kind of layered it into all my spiritual practices that I would do. Like if I needed advice possibly how to do it, I might go to the tarot or reach out to my spirit guides and ask them for help or something like that. So I had all these different ways that would kind of help 
get me where I needed to be, but I still had to go through the actual motion of being like, we're not engaging in this. Yeah. I think it's super interesting because it's, as we've shared, like I, there's been a lot of journeying and, um, and like energy clearing energy in new places. And I feel in this, I just, the best I can describe it as a liminal space of, I don't really know everything. I know I'm doing a pretty cool trip in a month that's sort of epic. I don't consider it a vacation, but like something monumental to go to Mount Kilimanjaro and mm. attempt to get to the top of that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a journey. It's, um, I don't even know what it will be like. So just that complete openness of mm -hmm. each step um, on the way, each step right now, like training and preparing for it and, and letting go of what it's, it's like, I can, the chapter can close on these old stories and old experiences. Mm -hmm. I feel really comfortable with that. I think what I've noticed is letting go forgiving myself for choices I made that still can rile up frustration and anger because I have such clarity now. Yeah. So it's this part of me that, and I can say it and have compassion that allowed myself to make choices that I now am like, Oh, so interesting. I made that choice. Yeah. But to, to truly have compassion for it. And I'll be very honest to say that's, my work right now is really releasing the anger for myself. Like I, and it's, it's equal. I have the compassion and I can feel the anger purging. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I think it's, it's finding that balance too of understanding that these are emotions that we have to go through. We have to feel them, but then at some point we, we either hold on to them too long and keep repeating them right. or, we, we kind of recognize that point. Um, like you're, after you've had a really good cry, you kind of know your body's just done crying and yeah. then it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, and I think we need a little bit more of that as far as people just go and recognizing like it's, it's okay to move on and, and just let things go a little bit more. Yeah. And I think too, I'm a big fan of feeling our feelings because if we bottle up anger or we bottle up sadness, we can get sick. Like, yeah, yeah, I do agree energetically. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, we can explode like a volcano. Yep. And so I'm a big fan, like, oh, I'll cry in the shower or I'll do an anger dance in the kitchen or I'm a big fan of releasing it. And then it's amazing because after I do that dance or have that, courage of tears or whatever it's like i do feel clear yeah and it might come up again yeah it they're and just okay. waves yeah they're just waves yep yeah yeah and i think just yeah being kind to yourself like like you kind of hit on the head with forgiving yourself through that process is is so big um and i feel like for a long time i was doing the spiritual work like i was doing the balancing of my chakras i was doing the readings i was following its advice but until I actually added that emotional component for myself, I, I wasn't really progressing. I wasn't really changing. And that was a big frustration point, I think, for for a, a, a big, big moment in my life. Uh, it happened during COVID 
when I was kind of like, why, why am I doing any of this stuff? I'm doing it, worked with my chakras for years, but I'm not getting better and not seeing where I want to be. And it was just, I, I had to find another way because I was missing some component and it was that emotional, emotional how piece. How did you realize that? And then how did you begin that? Because I'd love yeah. you to share that for people who may be just like, what do you mean tap into my emotions? Because that's very real for yeah. some people. Yeah, for me, the changing point on that, the last little aha moment was uh, I became a HeartMath certified coach. And HeartMath, they do um, a lot of studies of the heart based out in California, started as a nonprofit. And they've really essentially found out that our emotional well-being affects our, our entire well-being greatly. And so the heart uh, receives they've even found intuitive signals and is like an intuitive center in a brain in a way. Um, and then will has like all sorts of reactions with the body. And so the, the main kind of point is if you get your emotions in check, they call it emotional resilience, essentially finding resilience within your emotions and, uh, employing their, their tactics and their techniques and the knowledge that I learned, it was the final piece that kind of added everything together and i was able to start changing and able to start growing from there and really it was just doing heart work mm -hmm. starting with that and i'll never forget the first time that i actually practiced loving myself of saying like okay i'm going to sit with myself and not think about loving myself but actually doing it um i felt my my heart chakra which is in the center of your chest it the best way to describe it is it felt like it went from an any to an Audi in a way, <laughs> but I, I felt this like almost th the sense that my energy and my heart was caved in. And by actually loving myself, it filled out that space mm -hmm. and I felt a different part of myself and it just, it put me on a path of discovery and change. And I've, mm -hmm. I've never looked back. I love that. It's yeah. It's, it's um, I was reflecting on, the you know purging and just clearing and i and when i clear i have this complete openness and even slight thrill <laughs> even if it's a subdued thrill of open space mm -hmm. and and i think so i then ask myself so why would you clutter it up with sticking onto a glue pad that's old. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just what you know. Yeah. And it's so easy to go back to. Yeah. Well, and we're human, so we yeah. do it, and then we learn. And I think also, um, you know, we, I do think we learn the lessons that we're meant to learn and then at some point we learn them and it, it is a new chapter like yeah. when we don't have to learn that lesson again. yeah it's just safe because we went to that school we learned the lesson oh maybe i'll do it again no this time we're gonna yeah. move on well and that's in in the tarot um the way i kind of describe the cards if for those that don't know there's major cards there's minor cards the major cards tell the story of the fool and like kind of all the major archetypes and energies that we can experience in life and i see those major cards broken down into three sections 
And the second section I call the adulting section because it's all of these lessons that pop up again and again and again. And sometimes we can go through that same lesson a million times, but it might be that a million and one that it finally clicks for us to move on or, or to understand it. Um, but it's, it's interesting that you kind of phrase it that way mm-hmm. too, because yeah, that's how I see it with the tarot and that there, there are these bigger lessons and energies that we do repeat, especially in our adult lives. But then I think at some point, hopefully we've learned it and we may not repeat the same lesson again. That is the hope indeed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that we learned enough and we're moving on to the 400 level courses, I say. Absolutely. You know that, um, but we got something from it. And I think too, just looking back to that forgiveness piece is that the choices I made, whatever it was about, whatever thing it is, or like you said, Oh, I said this, I wish I didn't say that, whatever, any of those kinds of things. I've released a lot of that. Like I like to just pause and then say what I need to say. And some things aren't going to be cleaned up. They're just not. Some things are. And, but the idea that um, recognizing that part of me that made the choices I did, did out of the only way I knew how, mm-hmm. because yeah. another part of me just wasn't healed enough to take care of that little person in me who was just making choices based on what I thought was so at that point. And I can have compassion for that. It's just the raw emotion to keep to release. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's been one of my biggest challenges and not only doing that for myself, but having that awareness for others as as we have conflict. And because I, I know I shut down my point of view and I don't see them as a person that's also going through their stuff with stuff in their lives. So I have to remember that, oh, that it's the same for everyone and that we can all, like you said, have that compassion and just kind of slow things down a little bit and kind of regroup and be like you know what everyone's just on this journey together and trying to figure it out at the same time it doesn't make it easy it also i think um we're i've talked about this here you know we're doing a lot of great work at work in terms of having real conversations some people call them hard conversations but i like to just say real where you're revealing what you might be holding but also, I think there are some instances like that where it's just enough. Like, it's enough. And you may not have closure. You may not have a complete conversation. Because there's only so much, mm-hmm. right, that um, we've been talking about that at work. And I think it's really interesting. It's like, when is enough? Um, and I, we're talking about in the in the vein of learning about this particular communication and I just think it's a super interesting question is I think you can hold compassion peace all of that but also know I don't have to keep going back it's like I don't have to keep going back and editing that chapter it's yeah. enough yeah it's enough yeah and I think being able when when you can finally get to that point where that chapter does come up in your mind and you don't feel affected by it anymore and you can just be like, oh, yeah, and let that go and just slip right on by like any other thought. Yeah. I mean, that's that's when you know. That's when you know. Yeah. We're on path right? there, Chuck. <laughs> We're on path there. That's what you told me, too, when I was with you a couple of weeks ago is it's a slow time right now. 
and I know that and it's just to really let parts of myself emerge and other ones fall away yeah yeah all part of the process yeah what else do you want to tell us? Tell us a little bit about um, your aura readings and um, how people... Now, we're in the Pacific Northwest, but do you do work online and um, virtually? And cause I want... We'll definitely share your info. Yeah. The, the only uh, thing that I do absolutely in person are the aura photos, okay. as you have to be in person for that to put your hand on the little... A hand pad reader there. Tell but, us about aura photos. Yeah, so I, I got into auras and reading auras when I was a student at Simply Spirit uh, Reading and Healing Center, which used to exist here in town, but unfortunately after COVID uh, closed down. Uh, I was really hoping to work there one day, but uh, things change, yeah. so as they do. But um, one of the things I learned to read was our aura, which is essentially our, our energy body that um, our chakras are kind of like our energetic organs in a way, and those emanate energy. And so the emanation of energy from all of those together is our aura kind of like surrounds us almost like an egg of energy. And so that will fluctuate and change depending with what's going on in our lives, whether our emotions are feeling, um, the people we come in contact with. And I first started to learn how to read the aura, but then I learned about aura photos. And I thought that would be a really cool addition to add to that kind of layer. Um, and so I finally invested in a, a system and this one's a digital system compared to the Polaroid system. Also very cool out there. Um, but yeah, it just, it shows essentially a, a version of your aura of your kind of electromagnetic field and it attaches colors to different areas and then you can then read the color and interpret that based on where it is and where it shows up. So is that point in time? Yeah. At, yes. For that point in time, um, there, there's different beliefs on auras. Like some people believe they're pretty static in color and they stay a primary color. I believe they change just like the tides with, with everything that we do. So. so when I worked with you, I know I had a lot of, um, I think I had orange. And... You had red, orange, and yellow, I do believe. Yeah. yeah. So another day I might have more blues and greens potentially depending what you're feeling absolutely yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah I'm not aura cast I'm not typecast correct yes <laughs> yeah sometimes it'll it'll be almost like a horoscope where you kind of have your fixed qualities but I I don't see it that way so yeah I I believe it changes with everything that we do and of course you might have some dominant colors or energies as kind of like your baseline but it still, I believe, fluctuates all the time. And why would someone get an aura reading? How might it support them? I think it's just a different way to see yourself and what's going on. I think sometimes it can give that validation with what you're feeling if you might not be able to put it into words. If it is something energetically that you're going through, um, it can be very very healing and balancing um, to even just kind of acknowledge those things that are kind of stuck in your space so mm -hmm. it's it's I always kind of think of it just like you you take a shower every day you brush your teeth we have all these things that we maintain 
health-wise, you can do the same with your energy. So Mm -hmm. it's good to just check in and be aware of and maybe see it in a different way that you weren't quite thinking of to then be able to deal with it and change it and clean it up. Yeah, I'm a great believer. And we, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you got to listen, but um, a very dear longtime friend of mine, Amy Gilbert, was on. And she's an energy healer um, out on the East Coast. Mm. You'll have to tune in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but I, I'll text her and I'll say, hey, I've got this sinus thing going yeah. on and this ear plugging thing. And she was of great help and gave me a visual. Mm. And I did it. And um, I I just am a great believer. I'll like make sounds to release yeah. energy. And like I said, stomp my feet or dance or to release energy. Or yeah. move, definitely move Yeah, outside. movement is just such a, a good way to, yeah. to keep energy moving. And I was just going back when you talked about the heart work and how it became an Audi. And I can yeah. relate to that where I love big. <laughs> this can sometimes <laughs> get me into trouble. I mean, not bad trouble, but I do love big. Yeah. And I have a big intuition. And mm. so... That's, I'm, I'm just like going on a tangent here. And tangents are, there are no tangents, as Rob <laughs> Bell says. Quote, quoting Rob Bell there. Um, but that, there's also something there for me to temper to. It's mm. like, not hold it back, but like temper it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, even, I, I always kind of like to think with that heart work too. It's like, you can't be in love all the time. <laughs> you can't be in gratitude all the no. time, nor do you really want to be either. No. And that I, would that, be no fun. No, it defeats the purpose of feeling that emotional range. You'd never and be so, in a crabby mood to complain. I yeah, mean, right. Fun with that thing. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to complain and let it out. You do, and you swear words. I love to swear. Oh, same. We say ISW <laughs> on the podcast, insert swear words. Oh, nice. Because I don't know if we're allowed. I still don't know. <laughs> Things don't to know. look into. Someday if we have sponsors. That's what I was going to say earlier when I was listening to True Stories, and I'm like, someday we're going to have sponsors. And Absolutely. We're going to say we'll be right back after one we're gonna have a word from our sponsor after this we're, message yes chuck maybe tonight because we're gonna have tarot yeah we're gonna I'm, i might ask you about the pod and um like the growing the future yeah the see pod. it's see it's energy right now see what's going yeah. on we could check that out a hundred percent yeah, we won't do it on air, but we That's can all right. report yeah. back. We can report back. Well, what it, I want to, we're going to, it's our time to begin winding down. This has yeah. gone so fast. It really has. We hope that it came through because we had to turn the mic off and plug the computer in. That's how high tech we are here. We could talk about this all day long. <laughs> but don't we have fun? Leading question. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And that's what it's all about, I think. Yeah. I think sometimes even spiritually we can take things so seriously and you you lose that aspect of fun and that reminder is that just lighten up. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. I know, gripping things so tightly. I was yeah. staying at work this week and I was like under the weather but working. I didn't feel like closing any loops on anything. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a nice feeling. Like, nope, I didn't finish that. I'll finish it. I mean, of course I'll finish it, right? Right. 
course I will. We we get to it. Yeah. But it's like no, I don't feel like doing that today. And yeah. I did other stuff, but like when you just don't have the energy to close loops. Yeah, I try to give myself a three day window of letting things slip at least three days, but then after that, I'll just say. All right, time to do it whether I want to or not. <laughs> the three-day window, I like that. Well, we'll be sure to share because people can do tarot with you online. Absolutely, yeah. That can tarot be done anywhere. Fun. And for those of you local to this sweet town in Bellingham, I mean, I just said Bellingham, sweet town in <laughs> Bellingham, but this area of the Pacific Northwest you want to come and do a ghost tour, sign up with Bellingham Ghost Tours. Chuck, you want to give us that URL? Yeah, just BellinghamGhostTours.com. Very easy. All right. Well, I highly recommend time with Chuck, whether it's a ghost tour, a chakra healing, an aura reading, or a tarot reading. And Chuck will even come to your place. You can host a party. Is that yeah. Accurate. Not yeah, like absolutely. 40 people, but a few right, people. Right, yeah, especially if you want to do the Aura photos, um, as I'm not operating out of an office right. right now. So if anyone wants to do an Aura photo party with their friends, even if it's just two people, I will come out to your home if you're in the Bellingham area. It's a lot of fun. So we'll on our link tree, we'll put your website. Perfect. You'll have a picture of Chuck on the pod this week. And um, on the pod photo this week. And episode 39, we sure thank you for joining us. Lauren, we miss you. Get better. Chuck, thank you so much for being here. And we love all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Kathy. Happy to be here. All right. Take care, everybody. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.